Hi and welcome to another episode of Let's Look at It This Way. Today I wish to talk about the male experience, the male gender experience rather. Well, just a small part of it, not the entire experience, but regardless a critical aspect of the experience. Um one inspired me to talk about this is Contrapoints, the YouTube channel where Natalie Wynn, the host, has an entire video, a pretty long one, where she talks about men and her experience, or most importantly her experience from being a boy and then what changed critically after she identified herself identified herself as female not just to herself but to society and presented as female and that got me really thinking because more often than not it's trans people and women who are way better at understanding what men go through and and men's experience as compared to men themselves and th- that's not a coincidence fundamentally because while i don't identify completely as a man as a male i don't often present myself as a non-binary person even though that's how i wish to be identified as i don't take the effort to present myself as a non-binary person so hence a lot of the male gender experience is something i've experienced and for the most part it's not been good especially as an adult so i do sort of i identify i identified a lot with contrapoints views on the male experience especially before her, her transition and one of the most important points that i notice is how it relates to my own experience especially as a boy especially as a child to give some context and one very good example is when i was young and going into university um one of the things that i was scared of for the right reasons was bullying what we in india call ragging which is basically just very harsh harsh very strong bullying pretty similar to what is hazing in the united states now what kind of scared me honestly was not just the fact that what would happen to me but also what my experience would be like after and i shared this experience shared this fear with my mom and surprisingly enough she told me that it would make you stronger that did not help in any way at the time to help me go through it to help me go through this process but my mother's perception that i should go through it was very much linked to gender in her view and 
the view of most people, including my dad, is that men and boys should go through that experience almost as a rite of passage. Years later, I realized that in that process, we eliminate certain people. Because of ragging, because of bullying in undergraduate universities across the country, a lot of people leave. They drop out of college because they can't take it. A lot of them commit suicide. having to resort to kill themselves because they can't handle bullying. I apologize for using the word comment. You don't commit suicide. So, interestingly enough, years later, I had, I had, I took years to even understand that my mom was coming from a perspective of gender, that in her view, men can handle it. That we somehow have some facade of strength that just lets us lets us sort of bear through everything, handle everything, take that emotional, physical trauma, some weird strength that we have that I'm supposed to be stronger than every other gender. And we don't have that strength long story short and that's something that everyone needs to understand we do not have any kind of extra strength we cannot handle it and the people who go through the bullying process end up worse if they survive end up being way worse a human being than they were before they were bullied and in most cases make them bullies themselves And it's important for me to sort of highlight this because more often than not, in today's gender wars, it feels as if it's only men who are responsible for how men view themselves, which is absolutely rubbish and bullshit. My mom had way, way more of a leverage in terms of building my character than my dad did. She was closer to me, she and I was closer to her. And that power is something I know today that she has. And she and she knew she had too. So as much as we like to fight, we are linked way closely than you think. But I'm digressing coming back to the male experience and being the male gender experience and being unfortunately being identified by society as a man there are certain things that you notice on an everyday basis especially the fact that your body fundamentally is disposable and I cannot emphasize that enough that your body is disposable in every sense just have to go out, look around and see how male bodies are treated by men 
obviously more often than not it can be pushed it can be shoved it can be thrown and it can be handled with absolutely no respect and you have to live with that because somehow someone has told you that you can handle it and it kills you and it makes you feel worthless and it makes you feel lesser than and it's interesting because it took me so so long to even understand that oh my body is disposable and it's something even unfortunately is even highlighted by the problematic misogynist people who identify as identify with the idea of male rights which is bizarre because while they highlight accidentally almost some critical aspects of their experience they also don't wish to find a solution because they are not as invested almost no man is invested you will not see a single male writer who highlights what the problem is with the male gender without having to attack women or attack trans people or attack any other minority and that's the foundational issue with what's wrong with men's rights if there is such a thing that there is something problematic with our experience and that is something that we need to focus on rather than attacking some other gender because of it and it's interesting and it's it's dangerous to not recognize why we feel our bodies are disposable because we we do find our body disposable on an everyday basis by our mothers our fathers our sisters our, our brothers our partner you can see that i i have seen i have felt it within relationships how i treated a certain way because of my gender It's one reason I'm scared of heterosexual relationship and probably never going to get into one. It's because I know from my past experiences that there's no escape from the fact that I will be treated a certain way because of my gender and that treatment treatment in itself makes me and how I feel about my body as something that's disposable and i don't know how to change that without completely getting rid of the gender or at least a start in acknowledging it and changing the way we view ourselves and also if we wish to attack society we must attack it on this basis that we as men or men should completely be reluctant to be identified on the basis of their genitals that they cannot be treated a certain way because of how they look 
that they cannot be held responsible for certain things just because of how they look. We must escape our facade of strength and find strength in our vulnerabilities. And anyone who tries to attack it, and anyone who says otherwise, is someone who is stopping us from feeling vulnerable. No other gender can tell us how we must behave and not behave, and how we identify ourselves and how we should act. We must ask ourselves. Men must ask themselves, what is it that helps us be better, stable people? Something that helps our mental health. And we must attack our own gender and how it's framed in our society. Our bodies are not disposable for anyone. For men, for nations, for countries, for companies, for organizations, or for women. It isn't disposable for anyone. And that's something you should take away from this podcast. Thank you for listening.